Hello and welcome to episode 56 of the Atlanta Man Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Rogers. And on today's episode, the Braves are streaking away. They have won 11 straight games now. Um, It is the most wins the team has won in a row since they won 14 straight in 2013. Um, You know, obviously the longest winning streak of the year, far and away. uh, Tied for the longest winning streak in baseball this year. Um, I believe the Yankees and the Astros also had an 11-game win streak. Um, the win streak has also coincided with the month of June, so the Braves are 11-0 in June, a perfect record on the month. And, um, yeah, we'll get into the uh, games now that took place this week. Played six games total. Um, the schedule continues to be very, very favorable to the Braves as they played Oakland and Pittsburgh at home this week. Um, those are two very bad baseball teams, even though the Pirates um, – you know, a little bit pesky and um, definitely are playing, you know, at least like a little above their standards this year uh, compared to the A's who are have the worst record in baseball at the moment. Um, but, yeah, we'll start off with the series in Oakland. Tuesday night was game one, two games set against the A's, and the Braves won 3-2. to two. Kyle Wright went eight innings pitch in this game, gave up two runs. Actually, the only two runs he gave up were in the first inning where he gave up three straight singles. Um, to start the game and surrender the lead there, but the Braves scored three unanswered runs, all on solo shots, two solo home runs from Ronald Acuna, a leadoff one in the first inning, and a third inning homer, and then Guillermo Heredia, who got the start in this game, went deep in the seventh to give the Braves a 3-2 to two lead, um, a big, big win for the Braves to keep the win streak going, that put the win streak at six, um, still a, a pretty innocent little streak, nothing too crazy yet, but as we know, this streak uh, balloons up as the week goes on. We'll move on to game two, another game where the Braves found themselves down early, two to nothing. But then instead of scoring uh, three unanswered runs, they score 13 unanswered and win 13 to two. Had a seven run seventh inning. Um, Michael Harris had a huge two RBI triple. That was always good to see him do that. Austin Riley homered, Contreras homered, Ozzy homered, Duval homered. Um, just a huge barrage in the seventh. They really put things out of hand in this game. Um, Pitching-wise in this one, it wasn't um, absolutely spectacular, but still it was Ian Anderson who went six innings pitch, two earned runs, two walks, a solid start for him. Um, this ace lineup is pretty bad, but still you'll take that from Ian every day of the week. But then the bullpen from there, kind of some garbage time at the end, but shut out nonetheless over the last three innings. So that's always good to see. And the Braves, they sweep the weird two-game series against the American League teams that um, you know baseball loves doing for some reason. But they usually end in a split, and the Braves are able to sweep it, do what they're supposed to, took care of, took care of business against a bad A's team. Um, it was also the return of Christian Pache to Atlanta, also Stephen Vogt. So a couple of Braves legends came back. They got their rings. Um, definitely cool to see that. So, yeah, we'll move on to the weekend set. Um, against the Pittsburgh Pirates. It was a four-game series. Um, Braves swept it, obviously. They won game one, three to one. Um, went up three to nothing in the second and third innings of this game. Max Free was on the mound. Um, he gave up one run in this game on a solo shot, but that was all he gave up in this one. 
Um, Travis Darnot had an RBI double in this game to to score a run. Dansby had an RBI hit and Duvall. That was all the runs for the Braves in this one. But that's all they needed because Max Fried was very, very good. Six innings pitched, one earned run, eight Ks for Max. Another very, very good start under his belt as he continues to be one of the better pitchers in all of baseball this year alongside Kyle Wright. He did allow eight hits, but the only one that ended up crossing the plate was the solo homer. So all the other seven hits were stranded. And that's always a good sign uh, for your pitcher to strand all those base hits. Most of them were singles, so nothing too worrisome. Six innings pitch, one earned run. You take that every day. So we'll move on to game two of this series. The Braves won this one four to two um, behind the pitching of Spencer Strider, who probably his best big league start to this point um, was able to limit the walks. Um, actually only had one over 5.2 innings of shutout ball with eight strikeouts. So that is a... Uh, Always a good start from him. He had the strikeouts. He had the command. Gave up no runs. A very good start from him. Uh, Jackson Stevens did end up giving two earned runs out of the bullpen, but it didn't matter. The Braves were able to put up enough offense. Dansby homered off uh, with a ball hit off the foul pole. Um, Acuna had a double. Um, Dansby, um, like I said, drove in those two runs on the, on the homer. Ozzie had an RBI double. Olsen had an RBI hit, and that was the offense for the Braves in this one. And a 42 victory, nothing much to say about that one. Good pitching from, pitching from Strider and some good timely hits for the Braves. Uh, move on to game three. This was the most fun one out of the entire series, a 10-4 victory in which the Braves trailed 2-0 and 4-2 in this game, but erupted in the seventh inning with a eight-run inning, um, capped off by an Ozzie Albies grand slam. Dansby had a three-RBI single in this inning as well which is uh, pretty rare, but that happens when Ronald Acuna is on first base and is able to score from first on a blue pit. So that was uh, fun to watch. On the pitching side of things, Charlie Morton um, had another iffy outing. Gave up two homers in the first inning, gave up four earned runs total over six innings pitch, but he did have 12 strikeouts. So um, good in the strikeout department, but still gave up four runs in this game. Which uh, is not just hasn't been Charlie Morton. Still, he has a five six seven ERA on the season still, and um, he's not really doing much to lower that with these kind of outings. He's just been just painfully below average this year, and uh, strikeout stuff is still there. But you know, he he hit a guy with a curveball on his foot. That's kind of been his staple this year, um, unfortunately. But yeah, it was uh, not a good not a good outing for Charlie again. But still able to give them some length at least and um, Braves were able to put things out of hand in the seventh inning so we're able to kind of ride Jesse Chavez save the bullpen and uh, it was important because they needed the bullpen in game four of the series which they won five to three um, Kyle Wright was on the mound he wasn't super Kyle Wright in this game but still pretty good six innings pitch three earned runs they give up a homer to Brian Reynolds who absolutely torched the Braves this series um, so I'm glad he's out of town but still a solid start from Kyle he had seven strikeouts um, definitely not his best of the year, um, like he, how, how good he was against the A's. But um, still, definitely a solid outing that you'll take. And the bullpen was lights out too. Three shutout innings from Will Smith, A.J. Minter, and Kinley Jansen to lock things down. Matt Olson hit a big home run for some insurance um, late in the game in the eighth inning, I believe. So 5-3 uh, victory, and that was the 11th straight win for the Braves. Um also on this day, the Phillies also had a huge win streak of their own. They had won nine in a row coming into Sunday. They got blown out by the Diamondbacks to lose. So the Braves were able to keep them off their tail and gain a game on them. But the Mets did win on Sunday. So that will take us to the National League East standings right now. 
as I will uh, pull that up real quick. The Braves are currently five and a half out of first place. Uh, they lead the Phillies by three and a half games right now. So a pretty solid lead between them and the Phillies. But the Braves have been able to clip the deficit against the Mets from ten and a half to five and a half during this 11-game win streak, which is a huge thing to do. Um, I look today, the Braves still play the Mets 15 times this season. So getting this this close already is obviously huge, but you have a ton of games against them to where if you could string some wins against the Mets that you were going to be able to make up some ground quickly. And, um, yeah, so the Braves are definitely going to have their opportunities to take over this lead. And looking ahead at their schedule this week, they have a real opportunity to win out this week too. Um, they probably won't, I'll say that, but they do have a road trip three games in Washington, and then three games in Chicago against the Cubs. And the Nationals are 23-39, and 39, one of the worst records in baseball. And the Cubs are almost as bad with a 23-36 and 36 record. And they just got absolutely dominated by the Yankees over the weekend. They got outscored 24-4 to four over their last two games of the series against, or it was actually 26-4 to four in their last two games in the series against the Yankees. They got absolutely dominated. The Cubs did, so they got them this weekend, Wrigley Field. Um, it is, the games all are all are on the road, so it's uh, nothing's given, but, you know, if there is able ever a time for the Braves to win six in a row again, um, these could be the two teams to do it against. The Nationals and the Cubs are quite bad, and, um, yeah, so it would be nice. I'd probably predict them to go four and two or five and one this week, but you know it wouldn't be impossible for next week to come to this podcast and I'll be discussing the Braves having a 17 game win streak. Um, if there's any teams that they could face to do it, these are the ones. Like I said, so that's something to look out for for sure. But the Braves, they've just been overwhelmingly good. Um, they're in this win streak. Their pitching has been the best in baseball over these 11 games, which is a uh, you know, that's kind of obvious. It's just going to be a top staff in baseball when you have an 11-game win streak. But they're first in ERA, first in strikeouts per nine, uh, first in runs allowed, all that stuff. They've been absolutely excellent over these 11 games. And the offense, too. They um, have done enough when they need to. And then they've also had their explosions, like the 13-2 to win against Oakland and a, the 10-4 uh, to win against the Pirates where they had the eight-run inning. But, you know, looking at the team right now, the, all the uh, – the stats are looking a lot better hitting-wise. Some of the guys are trying to come around. Adam Duvall in particular, his numbers in the year are still pretty bad. It's still a 614 OPS with a 68 OPS plus. But where they once were, it's a vast improvement. And um, a lot of that has coincided with Michael Harris taking over in center field and putting Duvall in the corner. I don't know how much that really matters or how much that correlates to his success, but the numbers don't lie since the uh, – since Harris has been called up and played center field and uh, Duvall's been able to move into left field, it's uh, been night and day for him. So before Michael Harris got called up, Duvall was slashing a 191 batting average, 263 on base, and a 274 slugging. That is good for a 52 weighted runs created plus, which is just absolutely terrible. That's like almost pitcher level bad. And then since Michael Harris arrived, it's actually a hilarious slash line. A 255 batting average, 255 on base, so he hasn't drawn a walk, but a 617 slugging percentage. That's good for a 134 WRC plus, which is um, that's Adam Duvall for you. Um, that's him. What he can do when he's right, and he is right right now. He's hit four home runs in that span. So yeah, Adam has definitely turned things around, and is uh, definitely having the season we kind of expected him to have. But his numbers still aren't there all the way. But I think he's going to get there. 
if he continues to just hit like this even a little bit. I would not expect him to be a uh, 134 WRC plus guy for the whole year, but um, he can definitely get back to Adam Duvall level numbers. Um, but some of the other guys that are hitting, Dansby continues to be very good. He's up to an 803 OPS, which is awesome for Dansby. Um, Riley's got an 850. That's great. Um, Olsen's at 814. Solid, but he can still do a little bit better. Um, he kind of was in a skid, then he hit that home run yesterday, so maybe that'll get him going. Acuna um, continues to be awesome. He's got a 943 OPS. Contreras is still over 1,000 in OPS. So, yeah, they're hitting, and they're pitching, and everything's just going well right now for them. And, you know, you kind of need that when you're uh, having an 11-game win streak. Those things um, tend to happen. So, We'll get into uh, some of the playoff odds right now to see where they stand and how things have changed over the uh, weeks or so, past few weeks. Right now, Baseball Reference gives the Braves a 77.6% chance to make the playoffs. They give them a 21.6% chance to win the division. They still have the Mets heavily favored to win the NL East at 74.8%. Um, so it looks like they're uh, giving the Braves more of a chance to make the wild card, obviously, with a 56% chance there. But um, over... The last seven day, last seven days, the Braves have increased their percentage to make the playoffs by 10%. Um, so that's definitely very solid there. Still giving them about a 5% chance to win the World Series, but I don't really uh, dig too much into those kind of numbers. So that's uh, I'll leave that there. But right now, the Braves, if the season ended today, would be in the wild card. They would be the last seed in, um, sixth seed. So they've finally gotten into the uh, that mix right there which is definitely good to see. They've actually passed the Brewers, who have been on a huge skid lately, and they lead the Brewers by half a game right now in the wild card standings. So that's good, obviously, for them. Um, and, yeah, I like the Braves' chances a lot right now. They still have some easy games to go. After this easy stretch, though, it is Giants and Dodgers back-to-back, -back, so you kind of got to get fat here, like I've been saying. So hopefully um, they can do that and um, keep things going and catch the Mets. The Mets... Had the West Coast trip. They didn't completely implode. They actually were pretty solid over that. But the Braves still, like I said, they've gained five games during this win streak. And that is not nothing at all. So that's definitely important stuff. And, um, you know, maybe the Phillies slowing down to make this a two-team race will make things a lot, lot easier for the Braves. But they are rolling right now. Um, they are playing awesome baseball. And I'm pretty excited to see if they can keep this thing going. Because they have a good chance to against the Nationals and the Cubs. And once you, uh, if they do, by uh, some stretch of the imagination, go out and win these next six games and you get to 17, that is rarefied air. And once you get to 17, you start talking record-breaking win streaks and um, the stuff like that, beating the Indians win streak from 2016, the A's win streak from 2001, I believe. You're getting to that territory. And, um, you know, I'd, like, I wouldn't be shocked, honestly, if I... A week from now, I'm talking about 17 in a row, which would be absolutely awesome. Um, hopefully, they can keep this thing going. So that'll do it for this episode. Um, if you made it this far listening, I really, really appreciate it. I will be back next week with another episode. So uh, fingers crossed it could be 17 in a row. Um, and if they do, I will be very excited. And it'll be another very happy podcast. But even if they don't, they go 4-2, and 5-1. and one, That'll be definitely a, a good thing, too, for the team. So excited for the Braves. Most excited I've been all year, obviously, after the um, pretty dreadful slow start that they had. So um, definitely some good things to come. And, uh, yeah, so if you made this far listening, I really, really appreciate it. And I will see you in the next one. Mm -hmm.